Happy Sunday, you guys. As you know, this is another episode of Dodge Current Events. Um, I have some great topics that I feel that is going to be really interesting today, so I'm just going to jump right in. Um, first, I want to talk about how Larry Kane dies at the age of 87. So, if you don't know Larry Kane, he was a TV presenter, radio host, and journalist. Um, he was really big in that field, so big that he even got an Emmy Award. And he also got, I think, the um, ACE Award. ACE Award. Um, I think it was maybe like eight or ten of them. So, yeah, he was a pretty big deal. Um, I'm not too sure exactly on how he passed. But it was, I believe, either yesterday or the day before. Um, so everybody in that field is pretty, you know, sad about the situation because he was a big deal. But he lived a good life. I think he had three sons. Um, he was married eight times. <laughs> Um, and I think he married his first wife at the age of 19, so pretty young. Um, but yeah, I think, I want to say he was sick earlier from like, or maybe like he had a heart attack or something like that, I believe, but I want to say, don't quote me on this, but I really want to say that he passed away from corona, because, you know, people up in age like that are getting taken out by this virus, disease, or whatever you want to call it, quickly, Um, and to tie that into my next topic, um, COVID, we and the U.S. surpassed 25 million COVID cases. And they say our second wave is about to hit. And what's so crazy to me is that people are still not taking this virus seriously. It is not only affecting the older people, it's affecting everybody. I just read an article not too long before I started this podcast. A 37-year-old teacher and mother of two died. People younger than that are even dying. Babies. Some some of them are having complications and it's going to tie into corona. Like, it's just, this is really crazy. So, I feel like during the second wave, we really need to take this serious. And that's why I'm glad that Biden is really advocating for another shutdown. Not necessarily to the extent of people losing their jobs and stuff, but... We're not taking it serious again. I feel like we opened up a little too soon, and it was just to help build the economy for, like, monetary purposes. So if we can close down for a little while, that would be better. Now, even though we closed down last year right before my birthday, I wasn't able to travel or do anything that I wanted to do. I don't mind that this year again because I'd rather be safe than sorry. I don't want to travel to, you know, wherever I want to go, get sick, and then, like, you know, something happens. So I just feel like now that we're at 25 million, that's a lot. And then I think for the South Carolina statistics, we had maybe, like, a little over 3,060 deaths.
60 days. And I don't even know what are the age groups, but I'm pretty sure it's the deaths are included in all age groups because the rate that this virus is going is picking up quickly. And I don't even think that the um, vaccine is really helping. And I know a lot of people aren't getting the vaccine because, you know, for personal beliefs or just not wanting to get it or like healthcare issues or whatever. But, um, I, I read an article that said that like, if you want to travel and I think like on a carnival cruises or whatever, when they open back up, you have to have, um, proof that you were vaccinated in order to board the ship. Or like, I know like if you want to travel internationally, you have to show like it's like a passport basically. You have to show that you were vaccinated in order to insert wherever you're trying to go. So it's getting real. And at first I thought we kinda of had it under control, but now I'm believing otherwise. And I just wish that everybody would take this virus really seriously. And I feel like people don't take it seriously until and it attacks them personally or somebody close to them. Just like with Trump. His brother, he wasn't taking it seriously, and his brother ended up getting sick. And although they never really said how his brother passed, I want to say it was corona. So I just really wish that we would start taking this virus more seriously. Wearing your mask, social social distancing, no large crowds. Like, come on, it's not that hard. You can still go out and have fun and remain safe. And it's not so only the people, it's the government as well. Just like Governor McMaster lifted the bans on the restaurants, now they can operate at full capacity. Yeah, they were losing money, but I'd rather lose money than lose my life. I remember I was at a restaurant with my friends, West Ashley, we were at um, Triangle Bar and Grill, and um, we were outside on the patio, and like we were on one wall, and... um. There were some people on the other wall, and, like, he kept coughing. We just had got our food, and he kept coughing. And, like, you couldn't help but to just look at him because we trying to eat in peace and you coughing. And then, like, it wasn't like a little, <laughs> like, he was really coughing his chest out. And that really tur- turned me because people were sitting in front of him and behind him. And if we weren't operating at full capacity, nobody would have been right there, like next to him, for him to be fucking coughing like, excuse me, for him to be coughing like that. It would have been more safer for the people that would around, was around him. So on that note, I'm going to end it right there. I just want to say something else real quick. Just remember, if you don't care about yourself, care about others. Wear your mask in public. Distance yourself in public. And just make sure you're safe. Washing your hands, sanitizing your hands, stuff like that. Just care about everybody else's lives. That's all I got to say on that subject. My next topic is, so we all know that um, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris is officially in office, and um, though we are excited for this change, 
we couldn't help but to realize that someone was not at the inauguration. And that was so crazy because that never happened. A president never missed their successor's inauguration in 150 years. So we all know we got some weird things with this president that we just got rid of, like arguing on Twitter, saying dumb stuff and they're literally regretting it, just being wild, like not thinking before they act. Well, he acts. So he was not at President Biden's inauguration. He was boycotting it. He was in Florida. So it wasn't a surprise to me that he wasn't there. Like, I, at first, I didn't realize until my cousin said it. Like, I was watching the inauguration, and then my cousin was like, oh, you saw um, Trump wasn't at the inauguration. And then, like, I had to look. Oh, wow, he really wasn't there. But it's not like it's a big shock because we can't really expect much from a president, well, a former president, who didn't do much. And I was at work the other day, and um, this girl, me and this girl was talking, and I don't know how we got on the subject of, you know, Trump. And she was like, oh, well, I like Trump as a president. Now, I'm not one to tell nobody who and what to like and who to vote for and stuff like that. Like, I just state my opinion. And if you don't agree, then you don't agree. I'm not about to keep beating a dead horse about the situation because you have your opinions and I have mine. Just like I don't agree with everything. You say you don't have to agree with everything I say. So she was like, oh, I like I like Trump in the chair. And I was like, is it because he gave out the stimulus? Because I kept hearing that, and I just wanted to make sure. And she was like, no, like, he did, he did things that he said he was going to do. Like, he was the first president that, you know, like, when you're trying to get in office, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to change. I'm going to change minimum wage, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure the quality of housing is great and stuff like that. And she was like, he said he was going to do X, Y, and Z, and he did X, Y, and Z. Now, I'm not saying that Trump was the fucking, oh, excuse me, the ultimate, you know, poorest president. I'm not saying that. But, I mean, yeah, Trump did some good things, but his bad outweighed his good to me. And Trump is a really poor sport. Why didn't you attend the inauguration? I felt like if he attended the inauguration, he would have put his he would have showed that he put his differences aside with Biden. Now I feel like in the back of my head he still has a problem that he is not president again. And he got impeached twice. So I will hope he would not have been the president again. And I I, I I keep hearing a lot of people say that Biden is going to mess mess up worse than Trump. I just really, at this point, have to see it to believe it because I'm not saying Biden is 100% perfect. I'm, I'm not saying Obama was 100% perfect. But I feel like they're better than what we what we were receiving prior to them. So at this point, yeah, I just really have to see but I didn't mess up with my own two eyes to believe that he's going to be worse than Trump. Uh, I'm going to double back to the corona um, really quick. So I read an article that said the United Airlines CEO wants to make the vaccine um, mandatory for 
for employees, every employee. And I just want to say, at first when the vaccine first came out, yeah, I was standoffish about it. But in this instance, these are people that travel to different states nonstop. You don't know what you're contracting while you're there, even if you're there for a brief moment. All sorts of people from all over the place are coming in contact with you. So, yeah, I feel like they, airline workers, should have the vaccine. And I read that somebody, well, I, was, I think it was a nurse. He got the vaccine and he was, he got sick before he was supposed to get a second dosage. And he's really sick now, but he never got a second dosage. So I want to see if, like, how how will this plan out? I don't know anybody personally who's gotten the vaccine, but I know my grandma and my mom said they wanted to get it. I don't really know how I feel about that. Because like I said, I was against it. Just simply because, I I just don't know. It just, it seemed kind of rigged. And you know, like, what us being black, we are dying faster as a race of this virus. So, like, we have to take everything that they come out with with a grain of salt. You know, just like when women have babies. Black women die twice as much as any other race when they're giving birth. That's exactly why we need more black doctors. To help out our race because it's just crazy how sometimes we get treated. Um, but yeah, in that case, if you are an airline worker, I feel like it's 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 just safer that you get the the vaccine because, like I said, you work in an airline, you're coming in contact with all kind of people. So it, yeah, it just it just makes more sense to me that a vaccine will be more better for you, to suit your health when you come into contact with those people. Because really, a mask, is, is a, it won't stop the germs, honestly. Because you can have your mask on all day, touching if you're touching everything, don't wash your hands. As soon as you take that mask off, you eat them, you got all the germs that you've been around all day. So I feel like the United Airlines um, CEO made a small call with that one. Um... So my last topic that I want to talk about today is how 33 missing kids were rescued in a Los Angeles trafficking operation. I just didn't know how severe this sex trafficking um, situation was until I did a story on it a little while ago, maybe like a couple months ago. Now, I remember doing a podcast about it. I think it was in Georgia, and that's getting close to home because that's like a state away from us. But it's just hard because I, I can't see myself hurting a child personally. So to see somebody else do it, it's just crazy to me. I'm glad that they were rescued, but this is something that needs to be spoken about more nationally. Because I really, only time I see stories like this is if I'm on Facebook or if I do a search about it specifically. I've never clicked on the news and saw, oh, um, well, for this um, story, the story right here, 33 kids were rescued. I didn't click on the news and saw, oh, 33 kids were rescued in a Los Angeles sex trafficking ring. I don't think I've ever really saw something like that on the news. Not, not only 
not even if it was just specifically in Charleston or South Carolina. So that situation right there, I feel, needs to be talked about more. I feel like stuff like that only, like, if a police officer's child is taken into a sex ring and they're rescued, that's the only time I believe that something like that will be, you know, spread upon the news. I feel like we need to do better in protecting our children. Even if it's not yours, I don't have any kids and I'll die for my nieces and nephews. I feel like everybody needs to be like that. I'll die for my little cousins as well. I wouldn't want nobody to hurt them. They're har- they're harmless. So I, I encourage everybody to, you know, spread awareness to that situation because, like I said, it's, it's bigger than you think. People are, well, kids are getting, and women, Men as well. People are getting taken every day and sold into sex slavery. Human trafficking. And it could be one on the next block from your house and you will never know. So I feel like us as a collective need to do better with, you know, spreading awareness about these children going missing and getting sold into sex slavery or human trafficking, whatever you want to call it. It's basically the same thing. So I'm going to challenge everybody listening to do that. Spread more awareness about it. Research facts. Post about it. Look up the signs. Look up things that you should do if you come in contact with a child that says, like, they need help or anything like that. Just make yourself knowledgeable about the situation. That's all I ask. Alright, that's all I got for you guys today. So, thank you for tuning in. And catch me next Sunday with a brand new episode.